listening to the Old Titans on the Geeks Worldwide Network. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is John Paul, one of your co-hosts. Me, man, who is Drew? I can't even like, hey, if A&W is listening and wants to sponsor us, we're happy to drink more of it. And as a special guest joining us from the Geeks Worldwide Network family is... Coin Operator Brian. What's up, guys? There we go. Also, I think you had competition with A&W with Kevin Smith since he keeps talking about how he bought A&W for the Supergirl cast all the time. Really? Yeah. Which is popular, Sam, right? We get many listeners to see guests in this podcast. That's Kevin Smith. Yeah, close to I guess. Well, I could make a bad joke and you know, you know, a, a joke that's not in good taste, and say, well, if his heart attack had been worse, then we'd have probably more listeners. But I'm not going to make a joke like that because Even I do then, care. That's the question. Even then, I still question. From, from the grave, he'd probably have more listeners than us. Probably, yes, yes, you're right. Yes, um, yeah, we're, we're glad his he. That catalog will be huge. <laughs> yes. yeah, I'm sure we, it will be. We're glad he's doing well. Yeah, just saying, that was so. that's not a joke I'm going to make. Just saying that is a bad joke I could have made and didn't, and yeah. I've now drilled that into the ground, and we'll move on. Um, how's everybody doing today? Good. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. You guys, thanks for inviting me on again. This it's been a while, so yeah, it has been a little bit. Um, we couldn't keep you waiting any longer. I the guess. The last so time we talked was during Star Wars. Was it? Yeah, it was. The last Jedi. Yeah. Well, actually, no, it was during the award ceremony in December, right? Oh, just right after. Right after Last Jedi. Which, again, we still make fun of him for that. Oh, yeah, because I think I was the only one that was defending Last Jedi. Yeah. To this day, you still are. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, I think B-Man has gone further and further into the hates it. I've stated about the same level of plenty of things that were fun in it, but I didn't like how it was constructed. But, but that's how I'm at. I, I like many parts of it. I just, overall, I thought it wasn't a good movie. Yeah. And, and it wasn't a good story. And it doesn't hurt bringing it up right now because I'm skipping ahead to one news item, I guess. It did just come out on DVD, Blu ray, and it all did. that. It did. I just marked that down. You just wrote that down? You did literally no news today. I had I'm no news. I am so unprepared today, it's ridiculous. Lucky I mean, for you, I have, I have nothing on paper prepared whatsoever. <sighs> well, maybe a little bit. For a year but, plus of carrying this podcast. And yeah, 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 yeah. I know how I feel about porn operated. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we get where we normally go at this beginning of the program, and we'll go to the B-Man question of the week. Are we doing question first or do news first? Because question kind of leads into the topic. I guess you could break our pattern and, you know, throw everybody the, the world off. Anyways. You know, okay, this we're throwing is... the world off. Yeah, okay. okay. Start becoming like corn operated. Which is no thing at all. <laughs> yes. just, just go with it. All right. All right so going... we want some news? Yeah. Okay, so my news item was not out of place then. It was. Good time. Okay. Star Wars came on Blu-ray. Yay. Yeah. Oh, here, here's a question. Yes. How many of us are going to buy it, no matter what we thought of it? I, I'm going to buy it. I already bought it. I'm going to buy it price tonight. So. I got it in the mail yesterday. I'm still trying to decide. I can't believe I would not buy um that and i don't know I, I honestly don't know if i'm gonna get it or not if i'm gonna wait till it comes out um christmas said be on sale for like five bucks or oh yeah oh by end of summer it'll be on sale for i'm five not gonna bucks. watch it again anytime soon i don't think i have to watch it again for the podcast reasons but yeah i didn't really like it i don't think it's ever gonna go on sale because most of the star wars movies never go on sale like even the horrible prequels never go on sale either and they still have, like, the DVD box, or the yeah. box set, and that's normally always maintained consistency in price. Like, good point. the lowest it'll go is maybe 50 bucks, but that's it, and their normal price range is around, like, 50 to 70 But are the prequels worse than The Last Jedi? Anything, anything prequel-related is worse. Depends on how you uh, <laughs> look at it. Depends on how you look at it. Uh, anyway, well, we're not going to get back into that. News, yeah. Star Wars on Blu-ray came out Tuesday. What else you got um, for us? Netflix, you're a fan. Yeah, well, most, people are, yeah. most people are a fan of Netflix in general. Frank Miller, writer of The Dark Knight Returns, 300, etc., etc., is writing a Netflix show called Cursed. Yep. What is Cursed about? Based off of King Arthur, because all King Arthur movies and stuff make tons of money, apparently. Well, as long as it's not directed by Guy Ritchie, he'll make money. <laughs> no, when was they've tried to reboot King Arthur a few times. Yeah. They, they really haven't been. There, there was a King Arthur that had Keira Knightley in it, didn't it? Uh, yeah. Um, that was, what, in the last five years or so? Uh, probably a little bit more. I think that was more on like almost ten years. Did that do good long in theaters? It did decent. Okay. I mean, it, it had a pretty good all star cast because if I remember correctly, it was Kara Knightley. I don't think Russell Crowe was in it, but it was around that time where he was he could just do anything he wanted. Yeah. Again, it, it's a Netflix show. It should be yeah. hopefully good. I was hoping. Frank Miller. He's doing a uh, young adult graphic novel. Really? Yeah, for DC. 
Um, surprisingly, he's actually writing about Kerry Kelly. No kidding. Yeah. Didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, it was one of the, because he signed a deal with uh, DC where he's going to be doing five books, I think it was. Okay. One of them is going to be the, for the Black Series or Black Line or whatever it is, it's going to be the Superman story. Okay. And the other one's Car- uh, the Kerry Kelly one. Hmm. Good to know. More news. More news. news. All right. John Paul, you like musicals. You're a big fan of musicals. Yeah, I, I like musicals. Not every musical that exists, but I'm a fan this of them. This one I think you'll like. Beetlejuice the musical comes out in October. Thoughts? Why? Why well, not? It's Beetlejuice. It, I'm assuming this is a stage music, musical, not uh, a... Sure. I'm not sure. They, they do a lot of those. I mean, there's, okay. there's a lot of stage musicals, especially the last several years have seen a lot of movies you know, turned into stage musicals. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the different ones that... Have been around. Um, I mean, I guess King, one... Kinky Boots the musical that was fantastic. I don't know if you saw the movie. It's actually Kinky called Boots. Kinky Boots the yeah. musical. Yeah. No kidding. Kinky Boots was a fantastic movie. If you didn't see it, Never it, saw it. it was. I, I, it, the movie is not a musical, and I think you would really enjoy it. it it's fun. Um, the one of the classics, uh, the producers. Yeah, producers. That was one of the first ones to do it. Uh, Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, obviously a big, big one there. Yeah. But in the last several years, there've been so many movies, um, Legally Blonde the musical, and things yeah. like that. That just you're like. Who thought to I do this? I still want to see Evil Dead the musical. I haven't seen that yet. That one was great. That needs to come to Orlando. Sorry. I know you don't care for musicals much, but that's one that you would enjoy. Oh, I think I would love that, yeah. yeah. The, the, the music, the end jokes and everything else within the music are, no, are so, so much yeah, fun. I think I would like that. Um, video games, you know how to do... Actually, I never played this game either. Duke Nukem. You play hey, that? Duke Nukem. Yep. John Cena was cast as Duke Nukem for the movie. John Cena, the pro wrestler. That makes sense. I mean, they're both meatheads that can't act, so. Okay. And Duke Nukem, I mean, that's, that's what, 20, 25, 30 years Never old? Never played it. Uh, I don't know. About 25, because it came out in the, I want to say 92 was the first one for the PC, and then Nukem 64 came out. I believe that was like 96, 97. Okay. Well, All right. It's been around a while. Yeah, John Cena. Yeah, okay. That's fine. Um, Star Trek fan? Oh, always Star Trek fan. Okay. Adam Nimoy. Just got married to Deep Space Nine actress Terry Farrow. On she Le- was great. On Leonard Nimoy's birthday. That's cool. That's cool. I don't know if... Did you ever watch Deep Space Never Nine? Never watched it. No, you weren't a big Star Trek person. Right. Um, coin operator Brian, were you I a Star Trek fan? Never really got into it. My godfather was really, really into it, so I saw a lot of the episodes of uh, Next Generation when it was first aired mm-hmm. back in the early 90s, but other than that... Well, in the first several seasons of, D- of DS9, Deep Space Nine, um, Terry Farrow played um, Jadzia Dax, and she was... Fantastic, and then one of the main characters. Yeah, one of the main, one of the main cast. Okay, and then it's an alien race that has the symbiote. That the symbiote, as the host dies, can move on to somebody else, and that's why there's two names: Jadzia Dax. There could be Brian Dax and B Man Dax and John Paul Dax. And the symbiote would just as our bodies died move yeah. on, and not in a creepy way. It's it's an alien race that that's a yeah. Sir. It, it's just the way their race is. That's pretty cool. Um, Right, and so for the first several years, um, Terry Farrell played that part, and she, it was she was one of the best characters on there. So that's cool. Okay, and last bit of news: New Mutants and X Men have both been delayed to 2019. All right, so New, New Mutants part's kind of old news. Old news means about a month ago they announced that, but the X Men thing—that's that's brand new. Well, it's interesting because both Sansa, uh, both Stark girls are in these movies. Yeah, yeah, Arya Stark and so Sansa. One of which is a fantastic. Well, one of which is a fantastic actress. Yeah, one of which yeah, yeah. is doesn't the acting. I won't say that, but needs a lot of encouragement and help. I mean, she she needs a lot more training. I think she has potential eventually, but needs a lot of help. I'm trying to be nice. Yeah, Sophie Turner needs a lot of help. Okay, I won't even name them, but okay. Yeah, well, I like Matthew. Williams. <laughs> Why is it going to say Sophie Turner? I was going to say Sansa Stark because I wouldn't want to name her. You can always IMDb that. Yeah, even sure. though we all know who Sansa Stark is, Sophie Turner okay. and then Massey Williams, who plays Ara, Arya, or you said, she did a really good job in uh, Doctor Who. Oh, fantastic! I would have loved her to be the next uh, the next Doctor. That would have been perfect. No, but as the next companion, that would have been really cool. Well, actually, with her character, I mean, this is if Game of Thrones for her. We think she didn't go from here. That's what I said. She would have been a great Doctor. She gonna stay with a yeah. fanboy. She didn't go more serious. I mean, she's still young. She is doing. I don't know. All of the, She's all over the place because she does have like yeah. the independent movie creds and stuff like she'll, that. She'll get a lot of movie offers. She's and a because, great actress. Yeah, and yeah. because probably the biggest paying ones, the biggest box office ones, tend to be more the fanboy, geek friendly, sci-fi, horror, fantasy, and all the rest. Yeah, I bet she stays within that world 
Not because she was trying to stay in that world. That's just probably the best offer she gets, is my guess. Okay. I don't know. It, I hope she does well. How old is she? She's still young, right? She's oh, very young. 16, 17. 20. Oh, she's I that think old now? she's either in her early, early 20s or late teens. Okay. I know Sophie Turner is 21. You know that for a fact? Yeah, because Joe Jonas is like 27 or 29, one of those weird things. Because she's engaged to him. Is she the really? Jonas Brothers, yeah. That's awesome news. Well, and I had read, I can't remember which one it was. I read somewhere that one of those two movies... The rumor is they're reshooting like 50% of the movie. That's New Mutants. That's New Mutants, yeah. okay. Yeah. Which I can see that based on the trailer. The trailer was a cool as a psychological horror movie, but not as a New Mutants comic book movie. So I don't know which. I don't know if they're just trying to make it better or if they're trying to change what it is. Because, again, the trailer was... You could take yeah. the word New Mutants off of it and just make it a psychological horror movie yeah. from the trailer. And just from the rumor veil, this is not confirmed or anything that... Solo did do a pre-screening and supposedly it's a disaster. Well, maybe that helps. Us, at least. Not everybody. But if we go in with our expectations really, really low... <laughs> it could be great. Maybe we'll really enjoy it. I, I will I will say that might be one of the reasons I really liked X-Men Apocalypse. Everybody was trashing X-Men Apocalypse. Not as in, not like Phantom Menace level trashing, but not saying great things about Apocalypse. And when Alex and I went to see it, we came out of the theater, looked at each other like, why are people saying bad things? That was fun. Well, you know what I hated about X-Men Apocalypse? Apocalypse? The, the, the entire movie, actually, was terrible. It was a better movie. It, was, it, it was, looked like Ivan News. It, it wasn't a good movie. I mean, I've seen cosplays better than Apocalypse. I don't see yeah, I, I, I have. I enjoyed it. But again, my expectations were really low, and I went in, and I had fun. I mean, that's, that was good enough. I had fun. To know what you didn't sit at Chili's with some family one day and they go, you should see Suicide Squad just as good as Avengers. Yeah, I didn't do that. I don't think I did that with you. I think that was stand in our entryway dining room area. That I said that, not at Chili's. When Chili's after then. Maybe, was. I mean, that's what it was. That's what it was. Okay. Okay, that's all the news I got. That's it? That's it for news. That's, you know, that's as prepared as you are um, for news? Yeah, well, I'm twice as prepared as you are, John Paul. Well, uh, probably more than twice this, <laughs> this week. I mean, the second episode of Krypton aired, and so far it's getting glory reviews. Where I watched it last night. came out. Uh, have you seen both episodes? No, not yet. Uh, I know you haven't seen both of them. I'll watch it. When I watched the first one, of course, I'm the huge Superman fan. I, Superman is my yeah. character. Um, still want an actual Superman TV show. But that aside, um, Trash Krypton originally, then warmed up to the idea, was excited about the premiere, watched the first episode. And while it wasn't bad, I finished it going, well, that felt like an average pilot. And it felt incomplete. It felt yeah. like I needed more in a first episode. And episode two is what was needed. They should have shown the first two episodes as one two-hour long um, episode. Yeah. If they'd done that as the premiere, that would have been fantastic. Oh, yeah. Because um, it was. Ep- hour two was great. And hour one wasn't bad. You just were slowly being introduced to the characters and building up yeah, that's probably- their base. And then you got action and adventure and future growth and all the rest yeah, in hour that's two. that's what a lot of people were saying, like, you can see the progression that it is going to be a really good show or it has the potential to be a really good show. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm excited about it. It really is trying to mix something like The Expanse, Game of Thrones, and Superman mythology and such all into one show. And at so least, you suggest I should watch it? I suggest at least watching the first two. I okay. wouldn't say the first one because, again, it's not complete. But if you watch the first two, if you don't enjoy them, then just stop. But I think you'd, I think you'd enjoy them. Well, see, I like the first episode of Gotham. And then it went downhill considerably yeah, yeah, yeah. fast. Well, it's Gotham. Yeah. Huh? This is this is very not Gotham. Metropolis, when it comes out, is by the same people who did Gotham. I'm more worried about Metropolis than I was this. Which That's next year, right? They're supposed to start filming this summer, so I don't know when it would actually come out. Oh, it could be like Powerless. That was really... Was it Powerless? Powerless was, was a sitcom on NBC. Yep. Yeah. That's like three episodes long? Something like that. It didn't go very many. No, it got canceled pretty quickly. I watched only the very first one. Huge DC guy. I watched the first one and was like, yep, nope, that's it. That bad, huh? It just, was it just... It's not like, funny? why? Why, was... why are you doing this? Yeah, I, I didn't find it funny. Yeah, it was on yeah. NBC. What do you expect? Well, Fox usually cancels things. I thought NBC gave it at least a chance. I mean, NBC did cancel Constantine. Fox canceled Firefly. And other things as well. Cancel on Firefly still the number one worst decision by any T 
TV executive. And the fact they never history. try to rebring it that I this is what bothers me the most. Too know. much money. Like they knew well, they canceled like Family Guy. Like oh, that was a mistake. Let's bring it back. They yeah, brought it Family back. Guy. It got brought back because of the DVD sales were huge. So was Firefly. Yeah, but also how much how much more expensive it is to make a sci-fi show compared to a cartoon show. Yeah, you can even replace the actors who are doing the voices if you need to, because you can yeah. find somebody who can do the same voice. Yeah, because Mila Kunis wasn't the original voice actress for Meg Griffin. Did not know that either. Yeah. You had tons of information, Brian. I know. Yeah. Uh, I will say one other one. Um, like I said, Krypton, um, this past weekend, Constantine, since we mentioned it, the animated Constantine came out on the CWC, so free to watch. Six ep- or Five episodes, six minutes each, so you get a 30-minute long episode. It was fantastic. It, it was absolutely what you'd want out of John Constantine. You get him, you get Chaz, you get Nightmare Nurse. Definitely you get, watch it then. Um, the Newcastle stuff, you get all of it. Um, the only downside is it's a to-be-continued Yeah. at the end of it. and you know, I, I'd rather have had a full story. When's it continued? Let's don't know. Oh. Yeah, that's that's why I'd rather have so had a full this story. this year, next year, we don't know? I don't have any idea. Okay. Right, well, that's cool. On to the question... So, can I do it for real this time? You're really? the other one. Really? I'm, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. Time for the B-Man question of the week. That's, yes, yeah, I wish I could do that. But you did well, that. I built you up. He I... did. And why encourage it? I, I didn't encourage it. I, I, yeah, I, I, I was against the question, actually. You should have just, like, snuck in the question without him saying it. I should have. I didn't. And I regret that now. Next week I will do it. So, what is the question? All right. Infinity War comes out next week, right? We all like yes, that. Next week? Is it next no, week? No, next month. Next month. Yeah, the it's about a month from now. Okay, well, exactly. it's next something, put it that way. I already got tickets right. for it. Do you really? Yeah. I haven't yet. No, I'll buy them at the last minute because, well, Oviedo Mall doesn't sell yeah. out every showing. They'll sell out some showings, oh, yeah. but they won't sell out every showing until time but, for the movie. That's the most powerful weapon in the Marvel Universe, right? The Gauntlet itself, Infinity Gems, it's I'm guessing? one of them. One of the many. All right. So I'm assuming out of the DC Universe, the one of the most popular of weapons is the Lantern Rings. Fair assumption. Alright, just say one of each ring went into the Marvel Universe. Who would get that ring? Alright, that's So a... let's, let's start off pretty basic. Green, yeah. for example. So, where it all started. Yes. Should we remind people what all the different rings yeah, are first? Yeah, I'm, I'm still kind of lost sometimes. Alright, so, I'm going to go down the list here, just as a reminder. We won't go into who or anything else. Um, you've got white, which represents life. Right. you got red, that represents rage. Orange is avarice, or greed. Yellow is fear. Green, willpower. Blue, for hope. Indigo is compassion. Violet is love. And then black, for death. Why didn't they call indigo purple, Ring? You've got uh, fear. No, it's so yellow. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. That's right. Red right or the orange? Huh? Red right or the orange? You oh, said okay. fear. Before green. You weren't paying attention. <laughs> no, I was looking at my list. That's cool. All right, well, that's good. No, it's all right. Did you want to start off with white? That's no, no, we can start with green, because green was the first one that we ever... Red. That's that's a good place to start. All right. So green willpower. Go. Who do you want to go? Me go. Me go. Yeah. All right. Well, so we know in the DC universe, lot you know, there's a whole Green Lantern Corps. Right. But I tried to at least I want to make sure people recognize you know kind of the the standard bearer, the person we think of. So that's Hal Jordan. You know, Green Lantern himself. Um, for the Marvel universe, the person I thought of that had the most will, who just never gives up, is. Oh, willing to over or not willing, but able to overcome fear and all the rest. Spider Man, to me, Spider Man was kind of the perfect Green Lantern. Um, that's that's for me. Go for Brian. You know, I didn't top him. Well, I had two just in case one of them were. I have two as well. Yeah, good. My first one, like I actually went the opposite. Where when you think of how, how Jordan, he's fearless, he's all that stuff. I actually went Captain America for that mm-hmm. one, just because. He overcomes fear, he overcomes everything, and then all obstacles just to, through his willpower alone, especially when he was just the regular Steve Rogers before he became Captain America. That was, like, my first thought, my first choice. And then talking to B-Man, I was like, you know what? Another one that could probably fit, a, fit that description and get heat from you two is Squirrel Girl. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know enough about Squirrel Girl other than what she looks like. Talk to squirrels. And she also defeated uh, Galactus. Did she? Yeah, she defeated yeah, that, Galactus. That's, that's an awesome And she's story. never lost a battle. She, her and One Punch Man need to fight each other, huh? I'm pretty sure she'll win too. Okay. I just, I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't get on board with it. So, just... 
Well, I, I do want to say one thing you mentioned is a misconception. You, yeah. You mentioned, you know, fearless, not, which is not the case. Everybody has fear. It's the ability to overcome great fear. Yeah. And, and that's the reason I didn't go with the obvious one. To me, the obvious one was Daredevil, the man without fear. Yeah. Surprisingly, he what? never made my list. No? No. He made my list. <clears throat> I, I have a split tie. Okay. Spider-Man, I agree with totally. Because okay. he always never gave up. But Daredevil, I mean, you know, the fear. You can't go wrong with that. You just blew my thing off. Oh, that just says this cheesy. Well, that's, that's what I used, right, Trump? He's more of an F-sharp bell, though. He's, he's not really a Green Lantern. He's an F-sharp F bell. Then again, when you can't see, doesn't it make kind of that's creating... The, well, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm alluding to. I don't know if you've read the different yeah. ones. But in the Green Lantern Corps, they have one race that has no vision, so they have yeah. no concept of color. So their Green Lantern ring actually became an F-sharp bell ring, which was based around sound, not color. And So that would be him. One of the reasons why I also picked Squirrel Girl is there's actually a Green Lantern member that's a squirrel. There is. Chip? Yep. C-H apostrophe P. Yep. Doesn't make the answer any better. <laughs> Does not make the answer one bit better. Oh, you're, you're like she would, you like she would definitely answers. be a friend of the Green Lantern Corps, yeah. at a minimum. You're right. She'd be a friend of the Corps. She's a friend of everybody. We'll go with that. All right. Sure. The opposite of green, yellow. Yellow. Fear. All right. Fear. All right, so fear was a fun one. Um, That's one that I had to think and think because there were too many options. It really but, was. But I did decide, of course, Sinestro is who we think of for fear because yeah. um, he had the first yellow ring, um, even though, again, there's a whole core. And while I didn't use Daredevil for green, I immediately went towards Daredevil saying, well, so many writers like to do, you know, Villains that are opposite. One of the Flash's first villains was the Turtle, yeah. and things like that. So I went and looked, and there you is serious. Yes, was it actual Turtle. Yeah. No, not a Turtle. A guy called the Turtle who was I mean, really super slow. Let's be honest. I mean, DC has some really wonky villains. Condiment Man, Clock King, <laughs> oh, Condiment Calculator Man, Calculator Man, oh, or the kite, Calculator, Kite Man, Kite Man. So um, they should fight Squirrel Girl. Yeah. Well, well, in Marvel, one of Daredevil's long-standing villains is Mr. Fear. Yeah. Now, he's a generational one. He's, they're up to like the third or fourth generation because they keep dying, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I know nothing about the character. I'm not going with that. That's going to have a runner-up. My first choice is Dr. Doom. Yeah. I thought Dr. Doom for instilling fear at that at multiple levels. Political, you know, ruler of his nation. Yeah. Worldwide. Yeah, the, the Justice Sorcery alone. Yeah. So, Dr. Doom, to me, was, would be a great companion. Plus, he sees himself very much the way Sinestro does. Of He's trying to do what's right. It's just he his way is the right way. Yeah. Him ruling everything will make your thing and smoother because, and better. Yeah, like his control over Latvia was not through political, like, oh, I'm a really... It's through fear, so... Yeah. So, Doom yeah. was Doom was my yellow. Yeah. Good, Brian. Well, he was on my list, Dr. Doom. I've actually got... Probably one that you're not going to like so much. Squirrel Girl. Nope. Okay. Uh, Magneto. Hmm. Because when he was part of the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, everyone feared him because of his power over magnetism. The simple fact that... He... I actually do like this. I think he's changed over the years. He's yeah. changed over the years, but yeah. like the original... He he would hold the same kind of position yeah. as Sinestro did for a long time as a yeah. villain. So that was one of the ones I was like... My first instinct was Magneto. And then when I was thinking about some of the other colors, I was like, you know what? I think Red Skull will be another one that could fit that mold just because of his influence with Hydra, what he's done. Like, everyone's afraid of what he's capable of doing, especially when he got, like, Charles Xavier's brain. Yeah. It's, like, also, like, oh, no, this isn't good. So those were my fi- picks for fear. I actually totally think those. The more and more I think of it, I, I didn't think of those. And I hate to say this. I actually agree with John Paul yet again. I got doomed. I just, like, exactly what he said. Yeah. I, I hate my life right now. <laughs> because you think too much like me? Is that what it is? Good thing you guys have it's an age. Show. That's what it is. It's, 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 it's our <laughs> it's age. It's like a big squirrel girl, and you guys are like, what the hell? We're, we're going to diverge on a few of these. Yeah. Believe me, we're going to diverge I, on a few. I, I hope so. I, I really hope so. What do you uh, go next? You want to go red? You want to go red? All right. Red, I think we are going to diverge, because we talked through red a little bit. We didn't talk through some of the others. Okay. All right. So red, the leader of the red um, lanterns is Atrocitus. There have been others. Guy Gardner has been a Red Lantern for a while. Supergirl was a Red Lantern for a while. But Atrocitus is kind of the standard bearer for Red. Um, I went through several options. Went through Wolverine, because Wolverine, you know, the Berserker Rage thing. Went through Hulk, because, you know, matter Hulk gets, stronger Hulk gets, all that. But I finally decided the one to me that really fit was Carnage. I thought Carnage would be a good Red Lantern. Um, That. 
and even visually, I could see yeah. an artist doing a good carnage Red Lantern thing. And if that weird smile but, is because you have it written down, then I'm oh, gonna... I had I, I was actually thinking between him between fear and rage. Okay, I was gonna go fear with him, but I just didn't. I thought, see, I don't think he's really right. Does he really angry though? No, he's just a psychopath. Yeah, I wouldn't really say yeah. he's raged. I don't know. It's part of what the part of what wearing the red ring does, though, is it enhances what you do have. Yeah. He's so, terrifying. If he gets a red ring. Oh my yeah. god. Oh yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's that, that's my pick. What's, what about you, B man? Let's uh, switch it up a little bit. I got Hulk. Hulk. Okay. I think Hulk would be. I mean, Hulk is a rage. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Hulk with a he's Banner's gone at that point. If he's wearing a red ring, and just think, as powerful he is right now, he's got to be one of the top few powerfuls in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Throw, least, a, throw a ring on him. Top five. Forget it, man. He's done. Yeah. The universe is destroyed. Yeah. I actually have one that fits more towards Atrocitus's backstory and all that stuff. Yeah. I got Frank Castle. Oh, that's my... Well, we were talking about the other day, too. Yeah, that's one you'd mentioned. I didn't know if you were going to go Punisher or yeah. not. Yeah, because I had Wolverine, uh, Punisher, and Green Goblin on my list for Red. All right. Just, and then Punisher, I'm thinking, okay... He lost his family. He's now out for vengeance, which is part of the rage that he has because he lost his family. I'm like, okay, that that's like one of the easiest fits for it. Cool. Uh, that, that makes sense. Yeah. No, I did that. So where are we going? Orange. Orange. We should all have the same one, but I know we don't. Okay, so Larflees, Agent Orange, is the Orange Lantern. You can't have multiple Orange Lanterns, really, within the DC Universe. Yep. It's such a greed-enhancing thing. Yeah. The one Lantern... Wants all the power, so Larflees is it. Um, for me, I went the very first thing I thought of to me was just the answer, and that was Kingpin. I went straight to Kingpin. Maybe we don't have the same answer. Nope. I don't know. Nope. But to me, Not Kingpin just is that that businessman greed thing. Mm-hmm. I, I just I thought he was a perfect Orange Lantern. B man, I know who you have. I have Kingpin too. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm done. <laughs> and once again, this is why you guys have me on here. I actually have the Collector. Because he is the only person in the Marvel Universe that's extremely similar to Lazar Thies. Yeah, he's actually... I forgot about the Collector. Yeah, I, I never think of the Collector because the only time... The only thing I know about the Collector is that one little cameo in the end of a post credit scene. Yeah. And I've never seen him ever before. Yeah, so for him, that was an easy one for me. I was like, the Collector, that's perfect. And when Vina said Kingpin, I'm like... That makes sense. Who, who is the guy in the... Ragnarok. That's uh, the Grandmaster. Yeah. Okay. Again, I don't know him either, other than from Ragnarok. But I forgot about that. No, Collector makes perfect sense. Yeah. Absolutely. And on a cosmic scale, like Lord Fleas yeah. was and all that. But Yeah, I, I just forgot about him. Yeah. He yeah. probably makes more sense, but... It was just... It's one of those on-the-nose, so I'm like, okay, I'll just go with it, because yeah. one of the most greediest characters in the Marvel Universe, I'm like, well, it could be Galactus, since he has to be plans, but that's to survive, so that's not technically greed. So I guess it might come down to where does the dimensional portal open up yeah. and the rings come through? Because they tend to go to the first most appropriate. If it opened up on Earth, yeah. somebody like a kingpin would be more likely to get the ring. Oh, yeah. If it opened up in space somewhere, the collector would. Yeah, so that's, 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 a, good one. that's a very good very good one. Uh, We're going to let you go first next time since you've got some of these really good ones. As long as you don't say Squirrel Girl again. I don't know. I mean, is she another ring in your? Uh, I mean, we'll find out. We'll find out. If we're doing Star Sapphire, she might be on there. Let's go uh, blue. Oh, blue. Oh, yeah. I'll start this one off. Spider-Man. I can I can see that. He was my second choice. Yes. I, he's literally the only one I wrote down for that one. Just because he has hope, no matter the odds, no matter everything else, he always has hope that there is going to be a solution. I mean, he loses his, the love of his life, yet he still has hope for a bright, brighter future. The only thing I didn't do, I didn't choose him because even though he has a ton of hope, he doesn't inspire any hope. A lot of that's because yeah. of Jameson and everybody else, you know, with the publicity against yeah. him. But you don't see Spider-Man swinging by and just swell up with pride and hope and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, because this one it could have been either Peter Parker or Miles Morales, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, each one would yeah. have fit their thing. So that, that to me, is just perfect. I know most people are going to put something different. I think we have the same one again, but I'll let you go first this no, time. No, you go first. I, I, I don't you, wanna, sure? I, you sure? I, I, I might regret this. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I, I had two choices, and it was... Um, choose the one I didn't choose. Okay. Well... Just so, since we didn't say this time, St. Walker, even though, they're, again, they're multiple Blue Lanterns, St. Walker is kind of the representation of the Blue Lanterns, um, which one thing I had not realized is they had recognized it as the most powerful of the rings, which goes back to hope being the most powerful of all the emotions. That that was in Sandman at one point. Um, 
Sandman is fighting Lucifer in this battle, and hope is what wins the battle and such. So, kind of like that. Um, I went with Captain America. Ugh, come on. That was I had two choices: a Spider Man or Captain America. So let me guess what B Man chose. Yeah, I guess Captain America. Yeah, I, I, I get him listed there. And this is why I say it. Back in the '90s, when we were old and he's probably a kid, yeah, yeah. there's a story called Just Maximum about. Carnage out there. Remember Maximum Carnage? Carnage, yeah. It was a great story. Really long, though. It was like 14 issues, whatever it yeah, was. Quite a few. And they extended it way too long. Yeah. But over halfway through, Spider-Man's getting beat down, Venom's involved, Firestar's involved, and they're just getting destroyed. And I can't remember what issue was, but I remember Spider-Man's on the ground, and you hear a voice come out the background, you need a hand sign, you see hand glove go out to reach him down. That's Cap. And Cap shows up. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it just got real. And yeah, not only does he have the hope, he inspires yeah, the you, hope, Yeah, you, you just yeah. felt it. Which is why I got to go Cap. That yeah. that moment to me was Cap. Absolutely. Indigo. Indigo, compassion. To me, this was the hardest one until I read the history of the Indigo tribe. All right, so Indigo, there is not a single lantern. There's a tribe called the Indigo tribe. And the history of the Indigo one is actually um, the lantern, um, the Green Lantern, who Hal now wears his ring, helped create... The indigo, the indigo ring, and they used it to turn one of the worst villains of a certain planet into a hero. When the ring was put on them, compassion made them feel such guilt about what they had done that, and I can't remember the name of the character, but that character became a hero instead. And they ended up doing this to multiple villains throughout space. And as they would capture them, they'd bring them back to this planet, put a um, indigo ring on them. They'd feel guilt over what they had done and became part of the indigo tribe. So that okay. Who's a villain who's so bad that it would be such a shock to read them feel that kind of compassion and twist it around? I went Norman Osborn. When you when you compare it to the history, I think Norman Osborn would be a perfect one to suddenly turn into a hero in that way. Huh. I want but that's see. only if you know the history. And I didn't know the history until I went back and read it, and that's what made me go that direction. I was at a loss until I read that. I want to see if B-Man picks Norman Osborn. No, I wasn't thinking the villain at all. I, I actually had press X. A guy who actually led by compassion. Who actually, yeah. And that's where I was trying to go, was yeah. things like that. I didn't think of Professor X. So we didn't think the same on this one. I, I'm actually happy with that one. But thank yeah. you for the history lesson, John Paul. Yeah, I, I tried. That, that is, you're doing your due diligence homework, finally, because you missed your note. <laughs> well, for me, I did the same thing, because I remember reading uh, Blackest Night and... Yeah. Uh, Brightest Day. Brightest Day. And one of the things there was uh, Black Hand became an Indigo tribe member. So it was one of like, the different yeah, villains yep. and stuff like that. So... <clears throat> I'm going, okay, which will be the two most vile people in the Marvel Universe that could become an Indigo tribe member? I think Deadpool and Carnage. Deadpool and Carnage? Yep. What if what actually work on Deadpool? Just the fact that he always breaks the fourth wall. Would that actually make him not yeah, break the fourth wall? I don't know. Is Deadpool really vile? Well, or is he just... He's killed yeah, a lot of a people. Lot of people. Yeah. He's done a lot of things. And he does have That's forms of compassion because... The only person in the DC Universe to ever get a uh, Indigo ring just out of the amount of compassion they have in themselves was uh, the Atom. So yeah. he was one of the only ones to actually get it that way. And I'm right. going, okay, if that's the case, I think the only one that could get it through just compassion itself is probably Cable. Just for the fact when he was raising Hope Summers, just the compassion he had for her and just making sure she was safe. Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, what's the opposite of Cable? Deadpool, Deadpool killed everybody. And then Carnage is a psychopath. I'm like, yeah, that'll probably be it. All right. We actually had completely different answers across the board on that one. Well, I, I have a great answer to the next one. Next, what's the next one? Violet. Violet, all right. Love. Star Sapphire. So Star, yes, so Star Sapphire is the one. Whoever whoever fills the role of Star Sapphire, Carol Farah, Carol Ferris, or anybody else. Yeah. Wonder right. Woman. Yeah. So who, who did you go with? Them I could not for the life of me. I've been thinking an entire week for this one. Right. Could not think of one person who shows I did all this in 10 minutes. Uh, so I'm going with this answer, John Paul, and this is going to blow you away. And I if you say what I have written down here, you don't have this it's going to blow my mind. I guarantee you don't have this one. I can guarantee it. He does. Aunt May. No, I did not have, did not have <laughs> Aunt May. I, I had nobody. I, I had literally nobody. But I just I, went Aunt May. Aunt May is actually kind of cool. I, there's not an answer. It's just, just like, like nothing. It's not bad. It's not, it's it's not, not bad. It's not Squirrel Girl, but it's up there. It's better than Squirrel Girl. Yes. Sorry. Not okay. <laughs> what about you? I 
I could go two routes. I'm just going to go with the one I thought would be the best one will be Emma Frost. Because the <laughs> thing with the Star Sapphires are people who are in love and they've been spurned by love. Emma Frost loves Scott Summers so much, but he constantly keeps comparing her to Jean Grey, to the Phoenix, to stuff like that. And in my mind, it's like after enough of that, it's like, okay, I'm done with you. I'm... So to me, I think yeah. Emma Frost would be the perfect example of like a Carol Ferris where yeah. head over heels for the guy, the guy's head over heels for her, but doesn't work. Doesn't yeah. work. But I went slightly different on the doesn't work. I went on somebody who is striving to find love. And I don't mean find love as in going through the dating profiles yeah. and swiping left and right or up and down or whatever the happens to be. Um, but someone who is trying to understand it, someone who's trying to grow and cares so much for the concept of love and all the rest that he's gone out of his way to... It's one of the central points of the character, actually, at different times in history. I went with a vision. Somebody you would immediately not connect to any kind of human emotion. I went with a vision because of him striving for for that, you know, with Scarlet Witch and all that. So, huh. I like that, John Paul. I, I thought you would. I, I didn't think of that one, but I like that one, too. When I was going through a whole long list of couples, and when I saw Vision, it was just like, okay, I'm done. There we go. Yeah, vision my, is it. To my me. other one was Jessica Jones. And I don't know enough about Jessica Jones other than it's... She's angry. You know. Yeah, because she could have gone TV with show. Rage or Love, but then again, she does have, like, the... With Kilgrave and Luke Cage, so... All right, let's go white. All right. That's because all we have left is white and black, right? Yep. All right. So White Lantern. Um, the only White Lantern they really had within the DC Universe has been Kyle Rayner. For a while, he was no longer green. And... I thought Hal had it for a while, didn't he? No, Hal never really had it. I don't it. think he's ever had it. They might have had moments where different people suddenly burst with the power, but it's it's Kyle has been the standard bearer for white for a long period of time. Okay. Um, I decided since white was where the whole spectrum started... Um, first it was white light, and then the dark fought back and split it in all the multiple colors. What was the start of the Marvel Universe? The modern one, not not going back to when it was Atlas, but start of the, the modern one. And while it's technically not the first character to appear, it's what most people go towards. And that's the Fantastic Four, and Reed Richards was the first character you saw in the Fantastic Four. Someone with Reed Richards to be the standard bearer. More as a nod to history, not so much about the character. A lot so, of people would actually yeah. go with Franklin on that one. Because I know Franklin, since he's the dreamer, he's one of the... Yeah, but he's already so all-powerful and everything else. You're going to give him a ring, too? What is his powers, anyways? Whatever they think of. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just anything? anything? It seems to be. You can fly? Super strength? All that stuff? Yeah. I mean... Or just look at you and poof, you're gone. I don't know. It seems to be. I hate Frank Moore. I, hate, I just hate that family. I just don't like him. When they, when they first created him, and all he was was he was every so often manifest in invisible power or something like that, that's fine. When they just wanted to make him have a, kind of the amalgam of the two, but once they started making him godlike character, that just went downhill. Yeah, he needs to die. I, I went Adam Warlock, and hmm. the reason I went Adam Warlock because we yeah, were literally to, just this. five minutes before we came in here. Brian and I talking. Like, I have nobody for white. I'm just gonna let them one go. How about Adam Warlock? That's a great answer, Brian. I Is it because he came back to life? No, it's not Adam Warlock. Yeah, they, they've all come back to well, life. Well, they've all come they've back all to life. He was not, I was thinking of the wrong character. He but. was the leader. He's pretty much the leader versus the Infinity Gauntlet. When yeah. War first started. So, since yeah, he, death, life, okay. Yeah. So, right. I went with that one. All right. I really got nothing else. <laughs> I have two, but I'm going to go with this one just because I want to get ridiculed from you guys. Okay. Scorpio? Uh, no, Hope Summers, who brought back all the mutant genes and powers to the Marvel Universe. Because... Uh, when she was born, she was able to spark the life to bring back the mutants because she was able to get the Phoenix Force and all that. So, so to me, I think she would be the perfect one for the White right. Lanterns since she brought back life to mutants. Makes and sense. As a little caveat, I also put the Jean Grey Phoenix, not the Dark Phoenix, because she could also do the same thing. Cool. No, no word of there. And as a side note, you probably could have put uh, Wanda Maximoff on there. I've seen that death, for actually death. Yeah. I've seen her because yeah. she did the normal mutants thing. Yeah, because she could do both of them too. She bring back to life. She's another one too powerful. I mean, like, what she, is her powers really? She, she gave everyone mutant abilities, and then she took away everyone's mutant abilities. She's the person that can pretty much just. Eh, the story didn't like the way the story was. Still, still yeah. have going there is fix yeah. it. Yeah, bit. yeah, it's it's a little too powerful at times. And DC's going to get Bendis, who's going to do that all the time now. Congratulations, DC. Yeah, Michael Bendis. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Remember, he wrote House of M. House of M was a fun story, uh, though. Yeah, Bendis wrote it. But again, he I mean he wrote some bad stories, I think. We're going to find out what happens with that in another couple months. But. Yes, and I will ridicule every day of the life. 
All right, so black, death. Thanos, only answer. This one answer. Because I, I simply because he is... Well, your direction is wrong, John Paul. Thanos is my second choice. Well, that's, that's a better choice. Because he's obsessed. His whole thing is he's obsessed with death. He is. You're right. He's in love with death. Yes, he is. But it was such an obvious answer. Yeah. I, I already had one obvious answer with Captain America. I couldn't do two Why obvious answers. Why is the answers. obvious answers bad? Well, you know, it, it, it's not as fun to read. How about that? I was trying to think about it if I was writing it's this. It's well, I mean, sometimes the obvious ones are the good ones. Yeah, yeah, can be, can be. I mean, Deadpool's obsessed with death too, isn't he? No, Death's obsessed with him because he can't die. Eh. Well, you mean death can do it for? Yeah. Okay, so what's your answer, John Paul? We'll my answer with Thanos was my second choice. Uh, Black Hand, by the way, is the the DC, you know, again standard bearer. You know, Black Hand was kind of the leader, I guess, of all the zombie Black yeah. Lantern stuff. And all that happened before he was yeah. co-opted in the Indigo Tribe. So he's still around. He, mm, somewhere kinda, out there, yeah, kind of maybe. When, when they remember to use him, yes, he's he's still okay. out there. Um, no, I went went a slightly different direction. I went with somebody who is kind of connected to death in a way, and <laughs> to me, just kind of fit visually, if nothing else. Ghost Rider. I thought Ghost Rider and the whole Black Lantern death thing. He doesn't kill anybody, though. You don't have to kill anybody. You don't have to kill anybody for black. Which Ghost Rider? Um, actually, now there's where you could connect it. You could go with the newest Ghost Rider that they just revealed. Frank Castle? Yeah. Uh, I mean, think about that. Now you're pulling in a bunch I'm, of I'm, stuff I'm actually there. ignoring that storyline to begin with anyways. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. It's I, your best bet, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going with the ignoring part of that. It didn't happen. And going with a completely different answer like everybody else, Ultron. That's actually terrifying if he gets a black man. Hmm. Hmm. Hey, could, Ultra, could Ultron actually wield a ring? If Vision could wield a wing, Ultron could wield, wield a wing. wing. I can wield a wing. Arr, uh, <laughs> wield no, a ring, yes. I know wield a ring. So, yeah, so I want Ultron on that one. But is Ultron actually attempted to become human? I think he's the opposite of attempting to become human, whereas Vision wants to be more human. Well, Ultron. Because in the Secret Empire, Ultron and Hank Pym actually fused together into one person. Of course they did. Because yeah. why not? Exactly. It's Marvel. Okay. I mean, Doc Ock was Spider-Man for a while, so there we go. And became good for some reason. Yeah. That was actually a really good story. I'm... That was a story that went too long. That would have been a good miniseries. That... Six, six months story yeah. would have been fine. Yeah. I'm okay with that. So I went with Ultron just because he's a crazy kill-everything AI, and that's mm-hmm. kind of something that resonates with death, just kill everything. I think we all agree that Squirrel Girl was the answer of, the, of this podcast. Oh, heck yeah, dude. That Squirrel Girl is the bearer of willpower. And I will say, one I had thought about, but it didn't fit with Marvel, so I didn't say it for the black one, is if you were not going just to the Marvel Universe, if, you, if your question had been, just went to other kind of universes, then you take Rick from The Walking Dead for the Black Lantern. Oh, look at that. Or Negan. You go Rick or Negan. I'd go but Negan, but yeah. I'd, I'd want to get Rick out of the way and not kill Carl. And... Are you still watching that, by the way? No. Yeah, he still gave up. Yeah, I gave up. I'm with you. I'm with you. Watched like three episodes of this season, and that was it. Three, maybe four. I'm still in season, the previous season, the midway. Yeah. Season seven. Just. But you don't watch Lucifer, which surprises me. Lucifer is a good show. It's a DC comic show. I just don't have any interest in it. It's on Fox, that's why. Yeah, but it's still a good show. The only part of it that interests me at all is um, the character of Kane, Tom Welling playing Kane in it, and what they do with that. That okay, you know, because Kane was Sandman and all the rest was really cool. Was he Sandman? No, no, he was. Um, Neil Gaiman used him in the Sandman comics. Um, Kane and Abel both quite a bit. No kidding. Yeah, Wait, Abel too. Yeah, didn't Abel die? Was the whole purpose of Kane? Well, that's part of the gimmick that Neil Gaiman started using. Um, did I, did Alan Moore do it first, or did Neil Gaiman start doing the Kane and Abel stuff more? I mean, I know from the Bible and all the rest, but yeah. I mean, within DC Comics, I don't know. That's I want to say Neil Gaiman started that. But anyway, you have the House of Mystery and the House of Secrets. Right. For decades, they've been the host of the anthology books, House of Secrets, House of Mystery, where you had different things, like Swamp Thing first appeared in one of those. Yeah. Um, I think he was House of Mystery was the first. I think Kane was House of... Kane was House of Secrets, and Abel was House of Mystery, I think. It might have been the reverse. I know House of Mystery is... um, 
is Ellen Moore just because um, Constantine is more related to that aspect of it all. Yeah, but within within Sandman though, um, they were constantly showing the two of them, and you did have Cain constantly killing Abel, and then he would come back, and it was always constantly. some kind of grisly. Seems kind of boring. Yeah, it worked. It worked in the story. I mean, you have to see this guy. I'm gonna kill you, and this like yeah. it's like Highlander. I think thinking? it was. I think it was Neil Gaiman and Sandman. Now I'm questioning that. Now I'm questioning was that in, was that in Swamp Thing? I don't know. I think it, I think that's your homework for next episode. I think I think it was Sandman. I'm pretty sure it was Sandman because that would fit more. But does he just show up and just kill this guy? Oh, my brother could kill him again. That would be. It would work in the story. It's Neil Gaiman. You know Neil Gaiman's gonna make it work. Yeah, he, he was a good writer. Actually, still is. Still is a good writer. Yeah. 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 One of the best Doctor Who stories in the past ten years was his. Yeah. He has the best Doctor Who stories. He's had what two or three now? Yeah, I think two. Uh, but the the inside the TARDIS. There was the one that was came with the title, but the one with the Doctor's wife or the whatever it was was called. But it was is the one where the TARDIS came to life. Yeah, and he, he got to meet the TARDIS inside the TARDIS. Or I can't remember which one it was, but yeah, that was a really came good to life. One. Well, it was trapped in this world, and this alien who feasted on TARDISes trapped its consciousness because the TARDIS has always been. It's, it's living technology, yeah. like uh, different things in sci- sci-fi and I have been. It's living technology, so its soul sort of is trapped in a vessel so that this alien creature can then consume the power and all yeah. of the TARDIS. Well, the vessel was this girl who's, what, 20s, 30s, yeah. something like that. And I mean, the, the vessel can't last very long, but it doesn't matter because the alien's going to destroy the TARDIS, and then she would die, and that'd be it. But she actually got to converse with the doctor and work together, and it worked really, really well. It was it was a huh. very cool story. I never watched that show. I never really got to get into I'm it. I'm about a season behind. How many seasons? I think it's on season. It's only been around for like 52, 53 years. So you know, yeah, a, little bit, a little bit longer than that because it first premiered in nineteen sixty-three, the same day as the Kennedy assassination. So it's November twenty-second, nineteen sixty-three, the fiftieth wow. anniversary. Had the Smith and Tenet, and then the reboot was in 2005, so it's been around for a while. If I would do trivia night, you come with me one night. Okay. We're going we're gonna to rock it. Yes. We're going to be awesome. I won't do but, any answers, but. But the reboot, they're not reboot, but the, the yeah. newest series has been around for. Since 05, so. Yeah, close to. That's 13 years. years. Yeah, 13 years. So I think you're at 10 seasons now? Because I know. Are they long seasons? Is there's like 10 no, episodes? No, like 12 episodes. 10, yeah, 10, 12, somewhere okay, in there. I can do that. Eccleston had one, Tenet had three. Tenets is the one that would probably be the. You had several seasons and they're all very consistent. Right. Tenet is who a lot of people you know like is their their favorite. I like Matt Smith more, but it's more inconsistent. Not because of him, but the writing went up and down. But his the first Matt Smith se- Matt Smith season um, was fantastic, okay. incredible story. Yeah, my my biggest issue. I love Russell T Davis. I thought he was one of the best showrunners. And when they gave it to Stephen Moffat, I'm like, no, this is bad, because I know everyone loves Moffat and his. Sherlock run, but I think Moffat kind of destroyed Doctor Who for a long while. Well, again, it depends. The best episodes during the day, um, Davis run yeah, were, were Moffat's episodes, uh, the ones he wrote. Yeah. He wasn't a showrunner, he just he was a staff writer. Yeah, I think him as a staff writer is a whole lot better because yeah. The Family in Blood, uh, Don't Blink, yeah. those were some of like, the big marquee episodes. I mean, they brought us to just Sweeping Angels became yeah. a huge mainstay. Silence in the Library and, yeah. and such. And again, I say the first season for Matt Smith, where yeah. since Stephen Moffat was a kid, he had been dreaming of doing stuff with Doctor Who. He had, he had had you know two or three decades to plan this story, and it was a fantastic story. And he got to tell it; it was wonderful. And then where do you go from there? Yeah, and that's see the next season was okay, and the third season. Yeah, the next no. season was it was way too River Song heavy. It was like River Song, River Song, River Song, the ponds, and then. You, we were introduced to Clara, and I thought Clara was probably one of the best companions with Smith for the longest time. Oscar, I, I didn't like that season at all, and they just didn't know what to do with her, I thought, until you brought in Capaldi, and then she shone like yeah. crazy, because Capaldi couldn't figure out the character in the first season. Yeah, so but, Capaldi was interesting, but then you had Massey Williams, who had oh yeah a few cameos. I'm like, Massey and Clara had like great chemistry together. They were like perfect. And that's why I said she could probably be a really good doctor. Yeah. There's certain ones you would watch and love, yeah. and certain ones that everybody goes, eh, whatever. Has there been a female Doctor yet? No, there's going to be one for the 13th Doctor. Yeah, we've seen her once. The regeneration, the Christmas episode, he regenerated into a female. And um, 
new showrunner. This is when yep. Stephen Moffat left right. and the new runner's coming on. The new one is the one who um, created Broadchurch. Yep. And the actress who's playing the doctor was in Broadchurch, so... And she was also in uh, Attack the Block. Yeah. <laughs> With so, John Boyan, Boyega. And I want to say this weekend, there's like a half-hour preview of this season of Doctor Who where we're going to see some actual stuff with the new Doctor yeah. for the first time. Again, it's just one of those you know, behind-the-scenes type shows. There's yeah. some clips and all. All right. Well, it looks like we are about at the end of our hour here. Um, any last thoughts on the Lanterns and Marvel and DC and all of that that we want to cover? Squirrel Girl is the most powerful in the Marvel Universe. Can she take Superman is the question. She... Yeah. Okay. That's all I needed to know. Jump home. Yeah, I don't. What I don't doing? believe it. But we, you know, of course, they wouldn't fight either. Yeah. Like, they, they might. They might. They always fight. You could force them to fight. Yeah. Yeah. Like entity comes by and says you gotta fight each other to the death, and otherwise your world gets destroyed. You'll fight her. And next thing you know, Superman is dead. Sure. They just won't explain how she did it. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm okay. I, I, I agree, with Brian. Okay. This is good. Well, on that, do we have a B-man question for next time? Yeah, three-part question. Three-part Three question. question. Wow. Yes. Heading into the movies there in time, right? It's okay. summer, almost here. Yeah, summer movie out. season, right. Three-part question. Number one, what's the movie you're looking forward to the most the rest of this year? Number two... Next rest of this year, meaning through the end of 2018, not the next 12 months, right? Right, 2018 only. Okay. December 31st. Yeah. Um, what movie do you want to be great? Could be the same answer. Could be. What movie are you most worried about? All right. I'll give you the same answer. I think but, we're going to have the same answer on Worried About, but... Uh, I'm a different follow-up. You might? I do. Well, no, I mean, me and you might have the same answer on the last part. Oh, yeah, I, I think, think, I, I think yes. we're going to have the same one there. Aquaman. No, no, oh, no, okay. no, 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 no. Squirrel Girl and the Friends. Isn't she have a TV show coming out? Uh, they were supposed to have one, the West Coast Avengers, but I don't think that ever... My guess, is we're gonna have, my guess is we're going to have a singular answer on that last one. It'd be a very handy answer we'll have nearby. So it's not going to be a solo answer? Yeah, something like that. But anyway, so for John Paul. You mean Brian. And the GWW Geeks Worldwide Network, we are out of here. This has been a production of the GWW Radio Network. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Also, check out Geeks Worldwide at the GWW.com for all the latest news, reviews, and opinions on video games, comics, movies, TV, cosplay, and more. Geeks Assemble!